This is the Cosmic Voice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Cosmic Voice. This is Season 6, Episode 9. I am here with my Jingle Jangle co-host, Chris Natalini. Hey, 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 Jingle Jangle. What's up, everybody? And I am Mick Michaels. Ho, 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 you know. We're back for another episode. <laughs> What's up, buddy? What's That's up? pretty good, dude. <laughs> That's pretty good. Nothing, man. Nothing at all. We are looking down the barrel of Christmas. We are looking down the barrel of a loaded tree, awesome. baby, of a loaded yeah, tree. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's getting there. It's getting How are there. you? Uh, how's the Hallmark Channel tree? Non-stop, baby. Non-stop. Non-stop. They have <laughs> so there, many new any... shows, man. I, was... I can't keep up with them. Between the two channels, I mean, just on the uh, Thanksgiving weekend, they had like seven new ones. I mean, every weekend, though, it's a brand new one. Like, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They got, like, a couple brand new ones going on. So I'm all over the place, man. I can't keep up. That's why they start earlier and earlier every year. They're giving guys like me a chance to get caught up. (laughs) Let me ask you a question. Do any of these shows... And listen, I don't watch them, but God bless them. I know you love them. People love them. I mean, obviously, because it's a thing, right? Do any of them ever end and you go, I didn't see that coming? Like, do any of them end on a bummer? No, they're not supposed to, man. It's supposed to be up. I, I know they're not. That's probably my biggest issue. Like, there's is no that, Empire Strikes Back of Hallmark movies. No, they're really well. There's some. There's a couple good ones, man. There is a couple really good ones that stand out. I mean, I mean, one of their popular ones is like the uh, the Nine Lives of Christmas, the the first one. They had three wise men and a baby last year or the year before. That's a good one. I mean, there's a couple like staple ones that keep popping up, especially the ones that they've made like sequels to. I know that sounds crazy, but they actually have like, you know, that they're so popular. Um, but my biggest gripe about them is the way they end. It's like all of a sudden it's just an abrupt ending. Boom, it's done. And it's like, oh, really? Is that right? Yeah, it's just like like, follow up, right? Yeah, like maybe the two are kissing in the street with the the snow comes out and the the camera pulls away, and it's the end, that kind of thing. So it's it's never really one of those type of endings, like you're like you know whatever. But I don't know. I mean, listen, there have been some. Look, we're looking at this is like (laughs) soap opera type of of entertainment, right? But but just a little (laughs) bit more sugary sweet. You let yourself go just for two hours. Come on. That's what it's about. That's, That's what, what it's, it's about. about, man. Listen, it is. I don't want it my is. Christmas to be a bummer. Listen, no, there 100%. have been a couple, and I can't name them right now, that you're a no. little moved. Like some of the acting maybe is okay, like or it's better than you expect. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, I can feel that because maybe I've experienced something like that or whatever. But, you know, whatever, man. Listen, call it what you I don't care what you say about me. It don't matter. <laughs> I'm having a good time with it. Right, I love it. I know that I can. Listen, during those three months, 
During those three months, I know that I can just kind of es escape. I need that every so often because if not, I'm breaking stuff. I'm I'm ruining friendships, burning bridges. Right, that's right. I haven't gotten any better. So Hallmark saves me from that because that's really expensive. I get it, dude. I totally understand because there are many movies. You know, they, they say you know people watch things over and over because like you know the ending. So it's like a comfort food, right? Like you kind of watch it. It's comfort food and entertainment. And I, I to listen. I don't watch it, but I totally understand. I, I do. I totally get that that nice feeling and everything's cool and you know there's these little things and everybody's happy and they live in these towns and i'm like no i get it dude i totally well I'll tell you one of the cool so things that me and my daughter do is we watch so many of them that one of the games is is like oh that that scene's from another movie that's the same that's the same city scene from like because they'll reuse listen they're making so many of them i mean my god why not reuse? It's like the old cartoons. They would reuse that same running reuse scene or whatever. You know, He-Man changed. I have the power. It's the same one every day. Nothing's every day. new. Right. right. So, right. you know, right. it's like Japanese anime just put on Hallmark. But it's like, oh, that's the same town from, oh, look, there's that, you know. So you try to pick things out. Oh, he was the mayor in the last 15 episodes. <laughs> You know what I mean? But he's all over the world, you know, that kind of thing. So have, have they ever have they ever crossed streams? Like, have they ever do any of them tie in with another movie? Like, are they you know what I mean? Like, kind of like um, like the Marvel Universe, right? Like they may not be together, but they're on the same timeline. Like it's happening. Both movies are happening at the same time in the same town, but they're not interacting. with. You each know, I, I honestly, I'm not sure. I haven't thought of it that way. But, you know, I have seen that they brought like, say, the lady with nine lives of Christmas. She was a doctor. And then years later, when they did the Three Wise Men of Christmas, she did a cameo as a doctor, which technically could say it, it's happening in the same... Could, Listen, right. uh, it's the Hallmark universe. All of it exists in the same... It's, it, when you're seeing <laughs> the, the same town... Universe. When you're seeing the same town, the Hallmark universe, come on. These people later on are doing mysteries and mayhem late and solving dead people at a yacht club or something. Come on, get out of here. I love I love that for you. Try it, people. Listen, try it, people. You never know. You never know. I love it. It's hit or miss. There's so much stuff out there to watch. Some of it's crap. You start it, you're like, oh man, really? And then other stuff you're surprised at. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. you know, I don't know. It's just I don't know. Whatever, man. I don't care. I, I don't care. I am glad at the fact that, you know, they must make these movies so early because, you know, you know, this airing, like, you know, we came out of that strike. So, you know, I'm glad that they were all, you know, obviously these, these things were made previous to the strike because, you know, if the strike happened, I don't know what you'd be watching. You'd be watching reruns. No, listen, I, they figured out a way. They figured out a way through COVID. They so they make them all year. Yeah, they make them all year, man. They got their own cult. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. You're in some thing. You don't, reality doesn't exist outside that Hallmark studio, man. And there's what, two Hallmark channels now? Right? Yeah, there's the two Hallmark channels. The, the, like Hallmark. regular Hallmark and then like uh, Mysteries and, and something. That one's, the tone is way different. Yeah. I can't ex really explain, I, though I have been watching it more and more just because I'm looking for something different. But, you know, I'll yeah. go to the main Hallmark most of the time. Yeah. You know, hey, listen, I give, you know, whatever. 
they do the winter thing, you know, around the whole winter yeah. season. They do Ski a Valentine thing. I don't understand why they don't do a Halloween type theme thing. Because listen, saying, like, it's really the same story, man. They just they, yeah, but I'm they just okay put with the that. back. They just put the backdrop of because some of these, like some of these newer ones, I, in my opinion, again, they're pumping them out so fast that Christmas isn't the main theme. Christmas is the backdrop. Where some of their earlier ones, especially when they were starting to really rise, like at 2017, 2018, Christmas had more of a play within the story. Yeah, okay. Right? Rather yeah, than just yeah. the, it's Christmas time, you know what I mean? That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And every so often they throw in that, you know, maybe somebody could be Santa, you know. Well, that's okay. Listen, all they got to do is throw a, a, a witch hat on some woman and, a, you know, a, a scientist guy who's, you know, trying to make a body. Like and you have a whole you have a Hallmark Halloween movie like it's simple oh. keep the same story. Oh, I hear you. Oh yeah, I know. Well, listen, you know they keep talking about it. Who knows? Look at yeah. Disney's Halloween Town, right? That movie's so cheesy, but it's so good. I know, I know. It's, it's a state. <laughs> it's a staple in my house. It's a staple every year, like it is. And totally. they, I'll tell you, they get worse too. Each one, like no. four. It's just terrible. <laughs> so bad. But anyway, I, I that little bit of pop culture type thing there. The actress who played Marnie, yeah, I know the name, and the one in the second movie, Calabas's Revenge or whatever, the guy yeah, who plays yeah. his son, they're actually yeah. married. Oh, really? Yeah, those, the, the actor, actress. And really? the reason she wasn't in the fourth one, the excuse that Disney said is, oh, she was busy doing other things. Yeah. She said, <laughs> they never asked me. <laughs> There's well, Disney, Disney, baby. So <laughs> There's Disney. <laughs> She must have said something off color, and they were like, "She probably Oop. did." I mean, you know, Disney yeah, now. You, know you, know, she did. you say something. Like, how do you not have her? I mean, I don't understand. How do you not have these people back? Well, look, they, you know, they fired Johnny Depp wrongly. Oh. He says he'll never go back and work for Disney again. But listen, who knows? You throw enough money at like, how can you do pirates at this point without Jack Sparrow? Uh, dude, I completely unless agree. you're going you to go what? unless you're going to go and do prequels where he's a young kid. Yeah. Right. Right. Good on him. Good on him. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to get deep in the woods as Johnny Depp thing, but I mean, they fired him and and they they looked dumb. Yeah, they looked dumb. They looked dumb. And I'm not saying Johnny Depp is a perfect human being. I'm not. No, None he, of he he busted up enough hotel rooms and TVs. Right, 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 right. But to but you know what? And he goes, you know what? You want me to do another pirates movie? How much you willing to pay? Let's talk numbers. Yeah, I won't bother to see it. No, dude, you can't have a you can't have a pirates without Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow. I mean, come on, that first movie. Oh, it's is, unbelievable, is, man! It, it's perfect from beginning to, to end. end. I mean, it yeah. is he he is just an amazing that character is just unbelievable, and you can't match that. No, you cannot put you somebody else and say it's Jack Sparrow. Like he's just he was perfect for this. You know, what's funny is I, I was just about to say in modern movies, right? But. Honestly, the movie's 20 years old now. Yeah. Back then, I seen yeah. the theater three times. It was so... Yeah. That's how good it was. Like, I don't do... I mean, when I was a kid, I may have done that. I didn't do that as an adult. Yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I watch it every year. That first one... Oh, 100%. Is just, if it's on, I'll keep yeah. it. Yeah. There's something yeah. so magical about it. It really... Yeah. I mean, it's just... I don't know what it is. That's what I mean. Like, movies aren't like that anymore. That was like one of no. the... No, no. It's unfortunate because, you know, they want to do live action things of everything. I mean, like the Jungle Cruise, that wasn't a bad movie, but it, it still wasn't. No, I enjoyed it. You know, it, yeah, and they're supposed to be making a Jungle Cruise 2, or they have started mm -hmm. or something, you know. 
I mean, after a couple of The Rock's last bad outings, I guess he needs something to save him. But listen, there's a guy who's been on a run for 20 years. You wouldn't yeah. have expected him to last that long. He just kept getting yeah. movie after movie. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, you stick him in as many franchises as possible, baby. And all of That's a sudden, it, he's in Middle Earth. <laughs> hey, aren't you a little big for this uh, role? Not at all, sir. Not at all. 100%, dude. 100%. Yeah. Johnny Depp rules. It's Ross the Boss. Take it down. This is Stephen Pearson from Rat, the Rat Bastard. You're listening to the Cosmic Voice. I don't know, man. What do I know? I don't know. Nothing about movies because we're in our studios doing a music podcast. That's right. <laughs> what else can we talk about non-music related? <laughs> Except that Spotify is going to be probably cutting oh. out the... Cutting out the independent artists completely, making it impossible for us to... Listen, it's impossible for us to get paid now. They pretty much put the last nail in the coffin for that. But my bigger concern is that independent artists are not going to be able to be represented. Like a number of years ago, it was virtually impossible for independent artists to have their music distributed on platforms or getting at the time getting in stores or whatnot and then all of that changed and these same companies that opened up the door to make somebody said hey guess what if we make it affordable for everybody we'll make more money and that's what happened first it was kind of pricey and then it's come down and they've created all these things for the independent artist well because the bigger boys that's cutting into their territory, so they say, and that it's messing up their major artists. And the big thing that's been going on the last couple months, it's like literally six to eight months, is your big wigs have been saying that independent music sucks. I'm going to put it bluntly, that it sucks, it's terrible, and it's killing the major scene. Now, I don't know about you, but my band, I don't think, has affected Taylor Swift one way or the other. Unfortunately, my band hasn't even affected my band in any way, <laughs> positive or negative. So I doubt very highly that I'm causing stress to Taylor Swift, Metallica, Neil Young, or anybody else living dead or made up. I, I just think it's crazy. In my opinion, two things are going to happen. Either the price is going to go back up that you can't afford it without a label, or you're just not going to be permitted to do it at all. Yeah. Right? They'll yeah. make an independent artist. They'll have to give everybody the right, but they'll make it so unaffordable that you can only have a career if you're already rich or you have such a bankroll, which to me seems to be the way things are going. You can't get on shows unless you pay big money for them. You can't be involved in a venue or get on a regular bill unless you're in a clique and you're paying somebody. If you can't get your music out there, what are you going to do? Everybody's going to go back to what we were doing. If you recall what we were doing prior to 2010, everybody was just putting it on their website. Yeah. Just putting it on their yeah. website. And they were just uploading stuff to YouTube. But the problem is, is who's coming to see it? You have such a small array of visitors for most of us. Come on. Like if you had... First of all, if you had a thousand visitors a day to your website, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't be on this podcast. Okay? And I'm just using right. low numbers. I'm just using maybe, even if you had 500 people a day coming to your website, well, 
your percentages of what should, you know, all that should kind of balance yeah. out. Even if 5% of that 500 were buying, you'd be doing pretty good. That's daily sales. Yeah. You wouldn't need the middle guy, would you? You wouldn't need third-party assistance, which goes back down to saying, if you had a million followers on Facebook, do you think you really need... Now, not that you bought them, but I mean the legitimate ones. Do you think you really need a label to distribute your music? I would say right, no. Right. And also, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. I wouldn't be on this podcast. <laughs> You'd be on as a guest. I'd be on as a guest. <laughs> so my point is, is we put it back into our hands, or so we thought. It's never really in our hands, is it? Because it's still the big wigs controlling it. The labels have a stake in Spotify. So what's Spotify going to do? They're going to cowtail to the people that are working over the money. It's like lobbyists in government. Yeah, yeah. You throw enough money at them, all of a sudden, your representative, whoever, is voting the way they're being paid to, not the way the constituents. That's why it's just a crazy thing. So yeah. who's going to take the brunt of it? Yeah, I think that, too, like with Spotify, and I don't know, maybe this is the wrong attitude to have. But when that article came out, you know, that they're reconstructing their entire business model, I was kind of like, oh, well, because like I've never seen, you know, I've never seen a dollar from Spotify. I've never even seen a penny. Like, I legit know my place in this life, you know, when it comes to, you know, bands and music. And would I love to see a check from Spotify? Absolutely. But at this point in my career, I went, well, I mean, I'm not really getting anything anyway. So, and listen, it's Spotify's fault that there's so much crap on there. It's nobody else's fault. It's it, you, you, like you push all the crap because I have a Spotify premium account. I know what they tell me I should listen to. And it is awful. When I first got with Spotify, the most downloaded and listened to music was hard rock, heavy metal. Now, even on new release Fridays, you know, they send you, which I, I know you know. For the people that listen to us that have a Spotify account, they, they understand the new music Friday and, you know, they give you the list of bands. There's ne hardly ever any hard rock and heavy metal on there. You have to find the metal category and go all new metal and look at it that way. They used to do that before. Like every once in a while, there'll be like a hard rock killing, maybe a priest or whatever on the new music Friday list. But honestly, it's not as much as it is, you know, because they don't push it. They push all this crap that is out there on a daily basis but they push crap so as far as i'm concerned spotify is at fault labels are at fault because you guys are pushing the crap and i'm not even saying the good music has to be hard rock heavy metal but you're not even pushing good rock like you're not you're pushing you're not even pushing good country you're pushing legit crap of these people who put out one song and it is just garbage. And you, you Spotify treats it like this artist is the great. It's kind of like MTV Cribs back in the day, right? Like you watch these guys, you go, I've never heard of this guy. And you're like, he's in this big house with these cars and all this money. Years you, later, you find out that he rented all that because, you know, they're trying to push this act. Spotify does the same thing. They go, oh, listen to this guy it, or woman, whatever. It is total garbage so when i see that i go oh i haven't seen a dollar from spotify anyway would i love to yeah but i'm not worried about it because they they just do it wrong they just it's just there's so much trash out there anymore there really really just is and now with the success of influencers on your tiktoks like it's just there's even more garbage out there 
it's just the music scene is just it's just it's atrocious right now it's and i'm again i'm not even talking about hard rock and metal i'm not one of those guys that think slayer should be playing the super bowl like i'm not that guy but i understand that there is some other better music out there than what that website is pushing i do i get it you know even i don't know i guess i don't know maybe during COVID or right before COVID, i was following um this young lady i believe her name may have been allison or Alice or something to that effect. She was in charge of the hard rock and Spotify. In the beginning, like she would, you know, send out tweets or whatever, and she would go, ah, oh, check out this new band. And I, in the beginning, I was kind of like, oh, all right, like this, this chick's legit. Then as time went on, I found out that she just was completely clueless. And she was, again, pushing stuff that she, you know, had a hand in and it was garbage. And I stopped following her and, and you know, I turned off her thing on Spotify. I'm like, I, I mean, she, I don't even know if she's on there anymore. It just goes to show you that they just have no clue what you know what's good or what's not and they you know they're turning around and going well listen we're going to pay people this way because of this and I, I i just don't understand it i really don't like you said you don't have to push the metallicas and taylor swift people are going to find them no matter what yeah food fighter same thing people are going to listen no matter what you're right for me it's not about the money the thing is now if you don't have a certain amount of streams they're not going to pay out royalties Okay, so but that money that would be yours is going to go into a a pool and it's going to be distributed to other acts, other major acts, other people. I mean, that's that's like I mean, that's stealing. Makes no sense. Right. It makes no sense. So I'm being penalized because I don't have the driving machine that a huge label does. Number one, I'm also being penalized because I'm not paying to have a push, but they're going to penalize people that do pay to get certain pushes. Yeah, I told you this before. Those numbers everybody's getting these days, whether it's top or the bottom, everybody's paying for it in some capacity. You don't yeah. get shelf space at a supermarket unless you pay for it. Because right. if you don't, guess what? You put your stuff in a dollar store to get sales. And you're still making money. You're just not making the same margins. Okay? Right. Right. Yep. What the funny thing is, is what's a product, and just using the supermarket analogy, what's a product at a dollar store in some areas is top shelf at a supermarket yep. someplace else. Yep. It all yep. depends on what they're paying or, you know, what the cost is, where the gatekeepers are. There's gatekeepers everywhere. There's just different levels of them. Yeah. Right. There's a big fish in the little yeah. pond everywhere, baby. The, my point is, is if we're being limited and it ain't about the money, man. Listen, you don't do this no, for 35 not. years and you're still complaining about the money. Like, come on, we're not doing it for the money. Thankfully, I've been very blessed that in real life I was able to make yeah. something somewhat of myself and not be in prison, <laughs> which I think is going to be another episode this season. But my point here is so that I can do my passion, the love of what I have for this, without that stress is, oh, I got to make a dollar and I got to make this, I got to make that. That's why it's like, you know, like I told you, I, yeah. I, yeah. I did a show one time. Actually, I did multiple shows that wound up being happening. The guy was breaking stones about 25 bucks because he had to pay his guys. I go, you're going to pay him five bucks a piece? All the travel? Five bucks? You should have worked that out before you brought these fellas on tour. That that's yeah, what you're, you're you know true. what I mean? That's the way I look yep. at it. You know, you need your here, here. 
Give me here. Come here. I gave. Sorry. Here. Here's your twenty-five. Make sure all your guys get it, because I, God forbid, they're gonna go hungry. <laughs> it's taking away another avenue for artists. Just their artist voice. Yep. If you're honest, does all this make a huge difference for us? Probably not. Like you said, because we're not being paid. Most of us don't have those kind of numbers. But it doesn't matter. It's still our right. Yeah. Or maybe it's not our right. That's because right. That's right. You know what I mean? It's a privilege, I guess. I don't know. See, what's going to happen is, in my opinion, anytime something's taken away, something else is created. Another market will open up. You'll have all these independent guys, because it's happening right now. These independent guys will bound together and go, we're creating this whole new platform for independent artists to have a voice. And then this is how everybody gets paid. Unfortunately, because they never have the money backing them to keep this thing going it never works out they die out a lot of them start out in the beta testing zone and they never get past it a year later you're it's gone or whatever but you'll get stuff like that what you need is an actual artist somebody who has a name and a clout that really wants to not just talk about it really wants to make a difference for upcoming artists because listen here's the truth right once these guys hit the big time and they settle in the whole goal is to keep that machine going i get it i understand it's every man for himself nobody wants to put their hand in the pocket and feel only their leg (laughs) it's just another way to make it even more difficult for independent in the trench artists to figure out what am i doing what am I doing? How am I going to do it? And it's another hat we're going to have to find. You know, and that's why I was a big and still am a big supporter of Bandcamp. And then I, you know, and then as of the past couple of weeks, they got sold. And I'm like, well, I wonder how long this is going to take to go down. Because Bandcamp, I thought, was great for artists. You know, we got a great portion of that money. And I've actually seen money from Bandcamp. Like, I mean, again, I'm not paying my water bill, like I said. But I've actually seen it. So I know money's coming to me. And then they do those, you know first friday a month everything goes directly to the artist 100 percent. and uh but they just got bought so you know and i just saw they laid off a ton of people so we'll see we'll see how that'll end up changing which i'm sure it will i've been saying it all all season if the artists themselves don't make an effort to stand up to right, right. offer a solution or an alternative or just yep. say no i'm not doing it then it's never going to happen to kind of segue into something similar, it's becoming more and more common to buy on to tours, to buy on to shows, to buy to buy on, to buy, buy, buy. More and more bands are doing it. Unless that stops, it's going to be expected. It's going to be the norm. And there's going to be no shows unless it's your local watering hole that has the same five guys there every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they cash their checks and then spend it at the same place. I grew up in neighborhoods that had that. That local bar was the check cashing place because these guys had a bill to pay the week before. So, That's right. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Yes, I do. Um, unless that changes, it's going to become the norm and it's expected. Bands are not going to be, you know, maybe they'll go back to more do-it-yourself things. And you know how that stuff turns out. Like, it's like we're going back to medieval music times. It's kind of weird. There may be something good about it. With all this ability, with all this opportunity, with all the technology, we still have all these limitations. And it really is a bummer for artists. 
It is. It really is, man. It really, truly is. It's just, you know, we said it before. It just gets harder and harder and harder. I try to be as hopeful as I can for the future. You have to be. Like we talked about in the other episode, you just got to keep pushing sometimes, even when you don't. If you don't, then maybe it's time to call it. And that's okay. Yeah. If you're going to try to keep going, you want some longevity, like I said in the last episode, I want to make the decision when the time is that I'm done. I don't want yeah. someone else yeah. pushing me yeah. out. Yeah. I was someone else. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that's right. I mean, the yep. reality of it is, you know, I'm not going to be doing it in this capacity the, the rest of my existence. I could do certain things forever, but what are my outlets going to be? I think artists need right. to be aware of that. You need to think not just now. You need to think long term, short term and long term are goal setting opportunities for you to lay out a plan that could make a difference, not only for your career or the yeah. way you do things, but it could give ripple effects, create ripple effects for the rest of the scene, the rest of the industry. You never know where things will take you. So 100%. having some long-term goals, like where am I going to be in five years if everything goes through like it says? What am I going to do if this happens? you got to have that, right. that contingent plan. That's the way I look at it. You've been doing this long enough. You haven't had complete tunnel vision. You've had to have contingency plans, plan A, plan B, yeah. to keep you going. Murphy's Law, we've been through this. The truth of the matter is, and you don't always want to admit it, you usually know how this is going to pan out. You bank on some other things. You hedge your bets, and you go, hey, this is where it's going to be. But unless artists band together and stop some of this silliness that's going on, I don't know how it's going to be. No. 100%. That's absolutely true. Now, the only thing that I could say is if it keeps going the way it is, we'll have plenty of topics for seasons 7, 8, 9, 10, <laughs> and 11. <laughs> See how I'm pre planning? I, I kind of feel that's the way it's going to go. <laughs> so, yeah. I, <laughs> confidence, baby. Confidence. You are listening to The Cosmic Voice with your hosts, Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. All right, with that said, let's get into the topic of the show. Yeah, like 30 minutes yeah. later. They're actually having a show? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Down but not out. What do you think, buddy? Down but not out. Pretty much what we were talking about. There's times when you're... You're definitely down, but, you know, you may not be out of the game yet. That's your call, right? I didn't hear no bell. I didn't hear no bell. This has been a major kind of center point for this season because when we started this season this year, we were both going through some things professionally. As awesome as summer was for us both, we also had a lot of hiccups, you and me both collectively. Pretty much almost the same hiccups in certain aspects. So there have been, and we've said it before, I think we just said it on episode, I don't even know what number it was, but we were talking about it. It wasn't that long ago that we were talking about sometimes you just have to fight through it. I mean, we said this, I know I've said this before, the only way out is through, right? To have someone, and you just literally just said it not long ago, talking about Spotify, like, I do not want someone to tell me when it's over. When I am done, I am done. I want to be the one to do it. And I understand that sometimes there's going to be situations that, you know, maybe your band disbands or maybe you lose a guy and you can't, you know, you can't find anybody or, you know, whatever the case may be. But if you keep just moving forward, even if you lose somebody, you know, both my bands have lost 
guys, recent, almost at the same time. Did I feel like hanging up? I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I did. Again, we've been through a lot this summer. And it was one of those summers where it just piled on, right? Like one thing after another, after another, on top of what you and I just spoke about, the scene and how hard it is and getting you, how hard it is to get shows and how hard it is to get people out and then how hard it is to get your music heard. Everything just kind of collectively happened at one time. And, and in life, right, that's how it goes. Things are going great. Then one thing happens and then everything just goes down on a fiery plane. Wreck. Like it's just how it is. You know, I just kind of said to myself, I'm going to keep going. We'll figure it out. Even when my one band didn't have a drummer at the time, the two or well, was five guys in the band, but we'll take out drummers, four of us, obviously. Three of us or maybe four of us, we would still get together. We would still maybe try to write. We would still just try to create, or we would just get together just to kind of stay on the same page. You know, there's so many different ways of being down and out but there's only one way to see the other side and that's just to keep fighting through. If it's something you want to do, then you keep going. You just try to figure it out. How am I going to get over this hump? Because guess what? If you're listening to this, that means you're alive. And if you're alive, then you know life is just not easy. If you continue with life as you get older, it doesn't get any easier. But you keep moving forward. You keep figuring out. You keep living your life and you just, uh, you know, maybe you have to live it differently, whatever the case may be. But you keep moving forward and, and, you know, when it comes to being in a band and being an artist, an independent artist at our level and even levels, you know, above us and even levels that are coming, you know, up and coming, you just keep moving if that's what you want to do. And don't let anybody tell you different. You're done when you're done. And uh, whatever that case may be, it may not be, and we've said this, God, I think in the first season, it may not be what you envisioned, but it may be just what you're being led to. Because, you know, it depends on what you believe in but sometimes you have a plan and the universe has another plan for you it's just kind of how it is you know and, and i've seen that with many people who i thought i'd be continuing with in my years as, as being a, an artist life just called them to other directions and that's what they ended up doing and that's okay maybe they started out playing in a band but they ended up being a, a producer or an engineer or you know whatever it, it doesn't matter you just gotta keep on going you keep fighting just like everyday life you just keep moving forward so down and out for me i i've never even though i've had hiccups especially like i said this past summer there have been many times where i've looked at myself in the mirror and go oh like it's just it. and again and we fell into that covid thinking it was nice being home it was nice kind of not being busy all the time and running and traveling doing shows like it got nice when life just kind of slowed down and you were able to kind of breathe but it was also amazing when everything kind of picked back up because I realized I was missing it. And now that I'm back in it, you know, full force, I, I, I realize that I've missed it, but it has gotten harder, as we've said. But I just go, this is it. I just want to keep moving. There can be a down and out, but you have to kind of figure out what that down and out is for you. If you are down and out, you just have to look at it as your everyday life. Something will change. It will something will happen you just have to kind of stay positive and keep your head on straight and keep moving forward and try to make the best decisions for you or the band or you as a as a solo artist whatever you are so yeah you know down and out i, I don't know i never even thought about that phrase being down and out i just always thought about being out you know what i mean like i, I never yeah we all get down i mean it's it's a it's a part of what we do because we are most of us we're not all of us, I guess, even for soul artists. We always end up dealing with, we have to deal with other people. You know, dealing with other people is not always easy. So to me, being down just never kind of was an option. It was just always 
getting out, you know, just fighting through. Oh, I agree. You bring up a fantastic point. The out is our decision, in a sense. Depending on where you're at or what situation, I guess you could be forced out of something. I think that in this term, it, we're talking about you're down so far that you just don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. But a lot of that is your decision because there's plenty of inspirational stories out there that talk about not just in the music world, but in other walks of life too. The people that were so far down the ladder at the bottom that top or bottom didn't make a difference, but they found a way out, right? Sometimes it's just a matter of thinking. But I think that part of the business, this business, I mean, being down... And you can look at that a couple different ways. I mean, th it's a roller coaster, right? I mean, this whole business is a giant roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. That's expected. It's par for the course. That's part of what we do. It's part of the personality of this industry. How we weather that is what determines when we get out of it. But again, that's yeah. down but not out means are we out of the funk? Are we out of that down? Are we on the rise? Or is it that we're just calling it a day? That's it call it quits so you have to make that decision but i think that we've all experienced that down whether we've realized it or acknowledged it or not hey you missed out on that show you missed out on that group of shows or that album didn't come out the way that you expected or whatever and that stuff can bring you down emotionally and mentally spiritually but there's the other side to that is is that there's no opportunity you're down on your luck type of thing right so you have to yeah. look at it a couple different ways and determine, well, is down just disappointment? Well, listen, we got to get used to that, right? Let's be grown-ups yeah, about I mean, it. It's life. This, yeah, yeah, it's life. It's Regular life, life tells life. you that, too. Disappointment yep. is part of it, and I think one of the gripes of the older generation, guys that are even older than you and I, Chris, their complaint is, is that there's all this expectation with the younger generation that they can't handle disappointment. Any little bit of disappointment, yeah. they got a problem with it, and it's everybody else's problem. Well, they'll tell you that life is full of disappointments. You just kind of pull your pants up and you keep walking, Get right? Get bigger waders if you have to. Waders are those things that fishermen use, big rubber <laughs> pants or boots, just in case you didn't know. So if down is just disappointment, well, listen, it is what it is, right? But if down is... You have no opportunity. You've been shut out. Well, maybe you have to rethink your model because we've all been there. And like I've talked about all season, it's not necessarily that I'm crying the blues, but I'm at a stage in my career, which I'm, I've been very fortunate with my career. And I'm very happy about what opportunities and experiences have I had. But because there's just been such radical change for the independent artist over the last two years, three years, I am in a in probably a down cycle in terms of where are things going what am i to do where's the model you would think that people would probably if they've been listening saying well mick haven't you figured this out yet you've been saying the same routine now well i have to some degree i'm still massaging it i'm still working towards it my hope is that things will start working out sooner than later that at some point in either in this season or in the coming seasons, you'll hear about all the positivity that's happened from it. I've already seen some of it already. I'll give you an example. As Chris pointed out, I mean, this year, the early part of the year for us was rough. We lost some members. We juggled some members. When it's happening in succession, you're like, oh, man, like this, this is a, another kick to the 
to the groin, so to speak. And like, what am I going to do? And it makes you question everything that you're you're doing or have done. It's like, well, you even say to yourself in some low points, well, maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. And it's okay to go through that because you're assessing. To turn a blind's eye and say, ah, oh, that's not the case could be good for some, but you may be fooling yourself. You may be overlooking the obvious that maybe there is a problem and you need to fix it because sometimes we're the last ones to see it. Yep. So it made me start going through, okay, well, maybe this is this and maybe this is this. So I started looking at other options to do stuff. And I have. I've changed some of the recording formats and my contact list. I changed the scope of it somewhat so that I could open up other doors that I didn't really either consider or pay attention to enough. Saying, well, why not? Let's see. Things may have changed. Maybe there's opportunity here. And that's been a plus. Why we're making these changes, of course, the industry is yet again changing in major ways for the independent in the trench artist that we'll have to contend with, either immediately or down the line. So there's a down cycle. And that's how I'm looking at it right now in terms of, okay, well, you know, I'm not on that. I'm not getting ready for that big, big loop-de-loop. But at the same time... I need to maintain what I have, and I need to put into effect a plan to continue that maintenance, but make some changes that could give us some lift as we get ready to climb this next hill. If you're not thinking too far ahead, there's plus and minuses. Like, if you're thinking so far ahead, we've talked about this before, you can lose sight of what's happening now, and I've been there. You don't enjoy it as much. However, if you've instilled a plan of action that you feel solid with, that has some flexibility, then you can kind of weather through that so that you can plan long-term, short-term. Two weeks, two months, three months, six months is even short-term nowadays, right? Long-term, 12 months, 18 months, two years, five-year plan. You have that in your head. That five-year plan, that was, you know, anything 18 months and, and on, needs to have some flexibility. They're earshots, right? You put a pin in them and you go, I want to reach that milestone, but it may be altered as you get there. It's different ways of looking at it. Like Chris pointed out, like I mentioned even in other episodes, you make that decision when you're really out. That's probably the last right that we have that's all our own. You can keep muddling through. You can keep fighting the system. Whatever you want to do, But it's your decision to say, you know, today's the day. That's it. I'm done. And it's okay. I mean, I had a member, been with this band since the beginning, that I worked with for, you know, 30 years. I guess he made a decision that was the end of it. He didn't want it anymore. That was his, you know, his right to do so. How it affected the rest of us, well, that's something we'll all have to contend with. Sometimes we don't think of that. We don't think, well, how is this going to affect other people? Because we are such a me world, right? It's not just a generation. It's a world, man. I mean, all of us are guilty of it. Because at the end of the day, you know what matters? We matter. Us. The individual. You got to put your mask on first before you can assist the person next to you. Because if you ain't got your mask on and you pass out, well, you ain't helping nobody, including yourself. (laughs) So there is some truth in that. But the rest of us sometimes have to contend with it. We have to then figure things out. And if that's a wake-up call for us to question 
the norm, what we thought was the norm, what we thought was the status quo, well, that may be a positive. At first, it doesn't look at, oh, no, it's definitely a downer. But after a while, you start saying, hey, you know what? This was maybe the best thing for me because I don't have this stress. I don't feel this anxiety. I don't have this resentment. Or, hey, I'm able to do this now. I didn't realize that this was holding me back or so-and-so was holding me back. There's a lot to that. So that's the whole point. Yeah, you can be down. That's okay. We all get there. We're human. But you make the decision. Are you out? And as Chris pointed out, I had the same dilemma in my head, the same question. Yeah, maybe I'm done too. Maybe this it's like, what's the point? Well, I found my point. I'm not going to go into it. You got to find your point. If your point's legitimate, it will carry you through. If your point and purpose is legitimate, it will carry you through. If it's not... Well, you're moving on to the next fire truck. Enjoy it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. You know, it's it's funny because, you know, you, you were saying that. And uh, to prove, to kind of follow up what you said, I'm in a situation with one of my bands where I lost a band member who had been with us from the beginning. And he's had a rough couple of years personally. And, you know, which is, that's fine. I mean, there's nothing I could do about it. That's, that was, was some of the decisions he made were his. And then when he finally gave in and said that he was done, we found a replacement and now playing with that replacement i go it's amazing the life that this new member brought in and not even because it has nothing to do with his playing per se no one i'm not going to say one's better than the other because that's not fair but i realized that number one like you said now we're able to do things we weren't able to do to kind of move the band forward because he was holding the band up he was not doing it on purpose it's just how things were in his life and then I never realized how he was just kind of playing the songs to play them and be done. In other words, he was just like we would rehearse and he would just play the song and then it'd be done. Like he wasn't trying anything new. He wasn't trying to progress and, and move things forward. He was playing it to play and then he was trying to get out. Because now I got a guy that loves playing and is playing all these different things and he's He's bringing these songs a whole new life. And him and I were having this conversation the other day, and he was comparing the two records that we have out and how different the instrument of the guy that he replaced is because of where the headspace was at the time of recording. And that's when it really dawned on me. I'm like, man, I never realized it because, you know, we were in that we were in it. And now that that person is not here, it's like, man, it kind of gave a whole new life. So now we're all excited and we're moving forward and things are moving faster and better and it only happened because we were down but we weren't out we said listen we're going to stick together we're going to ride the storm we don't know how it's going to pan out but let's figure it out and hopefully it will work itself out and pretty much i don't know i mean you and i are older guys there have been many things in our lives that just works out can't explain it just happens being in a band, sometimes being down and out, things just work itself out. And you don't see it at the time. You don't know how it's going to, but you just got to keep going forward going, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. And, uh, you know, and just kind of keep moving. Absolutely. Time has a way of doing these type of things. Nothing lasts forever. This soon shall pass type of thing. It really does come down to it's a mindset, right? It's a perspective down is normal it's the opposite of up you can't have down without up and you can't have up without down but like you said it's a decision 
It's a mentality. And if you're a single artist, that's one thing. If you're a band, it could be collective, and that could be very powerful. Collection yeah. is powerful. It's just pushing through, in a sense. It's like, okay, we're not giving up. Sticking to your guns. That yeah. we're going to overcome yeah. this. Things yeah. are going to be different, like I talked about in the last episode. I'm not big on change, baby. Not big <laughs> on change. But... I have learned that things are going to be different. Maybe that's my way of saying it. it's going to be different. And I started to look at the possibilities of what different is. And I keep going back to, and this is a reminder for myself, that after we got back from the UK when COVID hit and the world shut down, you know, there was two weeks of what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Finally, I had said to the guys, I said, Let's start looking not at what we can't do, but what we can do and make it possible. Yes. And yep. because of that, we weathered COVID very well. I was able to release material. Yeah. I did tons of online stuff. I wrote tons of stuff. I mean, I still have it. I mean, that's how much, and I'm sure many artists did. They have stuff that'll last. I mean, we probably could rival Prince to some level to some level but we looked at it as okay this has changed this is different what can we make out of this and i thought we yeah. did really well with it and we did it we're still doing it it's just that this seems to me right now this seems even more difficult than when we were dealing with stuff in the pandemic they're just 100 biggest difference with the pandemic it kind of leveled everybody yep pretty much the same way sure there were some people that still had a little bit more of a thumb on things of course but now that leveling is nowhere near the same it's a divide and that's what i'm working through and i think other artists are working through the same thing but i am hopeful for what's coming up and i'm looking forward to seeing what's going to be on the other side of the ravine baby yeah buddy what do you think, buddy? You got anything else you want to add? Nope, that is it, sir. Listen, like Mickey said, I ain't heard no bell. So keep swinging, baby. Keep swinging. <laughs> if you like that episode, check out some of our other episodes at www.thecosmicvoice.com. Step into the cosmic verse and fill that void. Thanks so much for listening. This is The Cosmic Voice. Be sure to check us out at thecosmicvoice.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at The Cosmic Voice. You can find The Cosmic Voice everywhere you listen to online podcasts like Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and so many more. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us you're hearing this message you've listened to the entire episode and for that mick and i would like to thank you from the bottom of our hearts and we hope you enjoyed this new episode and if you did please leave us a review on apple Podcasts and spotify also feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of the cosmic voice and you can get in touch with us through the cosmicvoice.com and of course all of the cosmic voice social medias take care and be safe you're listening to The Cosmic Voice. 
Music, talk, and nothing but business.